You're about to listen to an episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss interesting HR topics and solve some of our listeners' submitted questions. And occasionally I'll go off HR topic and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Think barbecue, space exploration, technology, money, managing, business, things that interest all of us. We get a lot of emails with questions. Stay tuned for details on how you can submit yours to the show. And now let's get started. Hey, all of our listeners, this is uh, Cece Wilson. I am the head of HR here at Cedar and joining me today is Jenny McLaughlin, our uh, director of compliance. Paul is out, uh, and so we have taken over the podcast room. Yay! <laughs> so we have another installation of HR Horror Stories today. <laughs> We're in the unique situation where we've got many, many decades between all of our HR experts here yes. <laughs> of HR experience. And so we've got a lot of <laughs> interesting stories. Well, also, what's great is all of the stories we're sharing come from all of our experience. Yeah. None of these, we haven't taken anything out of request members have sent to us. Yeah, yeah. We have these lots of crazy stories, <laughs> but we don't even have to get into those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, part of the reason why we're doing this is because they're interesting and there's lessons to be learned. But also, when you're dealing with all this stuff on the day to day, you've got to find some of the humor <laughs> in it, right? <laughs> all right. So uh, the first uh, one came from one of our employees. She was working at a hotel um, and she was notified that someone was let go. She wasn't personally working at HR, um, but one of their housekeepers at the hotel had reported um, some messy rooms that were not occupied. They were vacant. And um, they had to look at the security camera footage and realize that um, the night employee had been bringing a woman into the rooms for an hour <laughs> every night. I guess taking advantage of it being slow there. Yeah, <laughs> but not thinking about being caught by the rooms being messy. Yeah. Like, didn't even think to try to clean up after himself. I thought that would have made it okay, but like be smarter, guys. <laughs> yeah, hide <laughs> <I did> better. <laughs> but also, I mean, causing extra work was probably yeah. part of the problem, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> These are rooms that are vacant and you're making other people have to pay to clean up after you yeah. and wasting their time on that, <laughs> which is not okay. Not okay. Yeah. Well, and led to the per the housekeeper complaining because otherwise they wouldn't have had to watch the security footage. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't um, bring guests for social time <laughs> at your workplace. No matter how slow it is. <laughs> Not okay. Um, I have a situation that happened to me that uh, pretty simple, but like I worked at a law firm and we we represented employees and always had employees calling in saying different things they wanted to sue their employer for. Sure. Um, and most of them, there was nothing illegal going on, which was, I mean, great for you employers, not mm -hmm. so great for my boss who needed business, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> um, but there was one who was adamant that we had to go after um, his employer lawyer and he was convinced it was this massive case because <laughs> he him and several other people were passed over for a promotion um, because the boss promoted like a family member or something mm. um, 
And that was it. Mm-hmm. That was his huge case. That was going to be the biggest case out of the city in a decade. Um, and I informed him kindly as I could over the phone that like so far it doesn't sound like there's anything that went wrong. You know, maybe not great to prefer a family member over other people who are qualified. But narcissism isn't actually illegal. <laughs> and so there's maybe not good HR practice, but like there's nothing legal here that we can resolve. Um, so he started screaming at me, oh gosh. <laughs> telling me um, what an idiot I was and how <laughs> this is over the phone. He was going to come down to the office oh. and make me understand that this is a huge problem and it's impossible for this to be legal. And I'm like, it's, it's, I'm sorry, it's, I can't do anything. There's yeah. literally nothing illegal about this. And um, just just uh, ended up having to just hang up with him because he was very, very upset. Oh. Um, and one of the few times I had to be like, we're now going to lock the door to the office yeah. because also I'm pretty sure there's valid reasons this guy was not promoted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> Oh, man. I'm, and it's sad because a lot of times we do have to be the bearer of bad news and then people get mad at us yes. personally. Um, that actually leads into my next example. And that was I had a, <laughs> I had a candidate. Um, we do phone screens. We, we let them schedule. You know, I use uh, a tool called Calendly and they send them the link and they can schedule for whatever is convenient for them. Um and avoids the back and forth. But so this candidate had scheduled a time uh, for a phone screen with me. I called at the scheduled time and she didn't answer. Um, and that happens a lot that people don't answer the phone. Um, it's frustrating, but it's to be expected. Um, and so, you know, I've gotten out of the, I, at first I used to try to like make it eff- more of an effort to reschedule, but that usually didn't result in yeah, it wasn't really worth your extra time yeah and more often than not even if they did reschedule you know the they didn't show up a, or they weren't very good yeah the not answering in the first place was a sign that I should I shouldn't have ignored so I've stopped doing that and now I usually just say you know sorry we didn't get to catch up um best of luck in your job search you know keep, I keep it light and friendly but like it's also a message that this is kind of the last time I'm going to reach out mm-hmm. to you. Um, and so <laughs> this particular candidate uh, sent me an email uh, letting me know that she no longer wanted to be considered for the job uh, because I would be such a nightmare to work with and for. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I mean, I, you can ask Frankie. Frankie's here. He's on my team. He does the recording. It's true. But... You are terrible. Yeah. No, Frankie's nodding. Yeah. He hates everything about working for you. You require him to, you know, show up yeah. <laughs> to the appointment he scheduled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it was the, kind of the first time I've been personally attacked, like for just for responding to a <laughs> candidate, but that's okay. But it's funny because that's happened inadvertently to you, actually, Jenny, in an, in a, in an interview where a, a candidate told us how much they disliked working for with attorneys. Yes. <laughs> They had previously worked in a in a law office and were happy to tell us how much they didn't like it and don't like working with lawyers. And I'm like, oh, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> she just went beat red. Got worse when I identified that multiple other lawyers also work at Cedar. Yeah, yeah. 
So maybe not the best environment for that particular person. No, maybe person. you've so uh, you know maybe you've self selected out. You know, no, we didn't not consider her because no, of that, but no. also it was like, well, <laughs> okay, you've decided you don't like working with me. That's fine. <laughs> Um, so I had a personal experience, which was very strange, um, but um, I was working somewhere, and I was still relatively new there, and so a new job's hard, and it can kind of wear you out and be a challenge, but I was noticing, like, things were really difficult. Like, I was really tired all day at work. It was hard for me to get my stuff done. I was getting headaches a lot, um, and I was just like, what is going on? Like, I just can't keep up with things here. Mm-hmm. So what I found out (laughs) was our manager was secretly switching out all of the coffee for decaf. Oh, my gosh. Why? Well, because she thought she was helping us get healthier. (laughs) No. Yes. (laughs) So she would supply the break room stuff. And she knew myself and others all got coffee in the morning. And she would put like a regular coffee canister in there. But she would pour in decaf coffee (laughs) and not tell anyone. Um, And so once I started only drinking coffee I made myself... My work was so much better, and my my health was actually so much better. Um, So I I don't know what the lesson is there. I don't know. (laughs) I don't drink coffee, so it's hard for me to commiserate, but I do need my caffeinated tea every morning. (laughs) I can't imagine if somebody was swapping it out. If someone swapped it out. Yeah. That would um, not make you healthier. No. It would give you headaches and make you go to sleep and not do your job. Maybe she wanted my boss to fire me. And so she's like, I'll make Jenny's work really bad. <laughs> Take Ooh. her caffeine away. What? <laughs> that would be a pretty creative solution, I guess. But how did you figure it out? You asked her? Is that what you said? No, someone there told me. I can't remember exactly, <laughs> but then I learned that like our boss was aware of it. Oh my gosh. And so I was like, guys, <laughs> this is not okay. Um, yeah, anyway, fun times. Be careful, yeah. I guess, about who's stalking your break room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so this next one uh, is a situation that I was involved in. I actually wasn't in um, directly in HR at the time. I was working in payroll, but uh, I was working for an organization that required fingerprint clearance, um, but that can take a long time to come in. So mm-hmm. a lot of times they had people start before the clearance came back. Um, and most of the time, you know, they were cleared and it was fine. Uh, in this particular instance, there was um, it was two employees. It was like a couple. They both started working for the place at the same time. They were um, it was working around kids, which is why there needed to be fingerprint clearance. Uh, they just stopped showing up to work at one point. Uh, they had been gone a couple of days. You know, we had reached out, couldn't get a hold of them. Um, do it, getting ready to process it as like a job abandonment and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, the police contacted us before that happened. <laughs> Good sign. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they, you know, asked if we had heard from them, if they had been showing up to work. We said, no, actually, we're trying to figure out what was going on ourselves. And police said, well, we have uh, reason to believe that they've kidnapped this individual <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they've taken them to Mexico and, th- and that's why they haven't been showing up to work. That's um, <laughs> also not a legitimate reason to miss work. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Uh, but they wanted our help in trying to uh, get a hold of them. They, you know, 
payday was coming up. And so they figured they'd be paycheck. reaching out. Yeah, they, they were too new to have set up direct deposit yet after disappearing right away. <laughs> so uh, they were going to get a physical check. So they wanted us to uh, arrange a time for them to come pick it up. Um, and so I, d- I had to speak with these people. They did end up calling. They wanted to come meet. But I think they've realized that that probably was going to get them caught. And so they never did show up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that, So that's kind of a good thing where m- maybe – it would have been better if we would have waited for their background check to come through. But. Yeah, this is a little bit. So are they still on the run? Uh, I mean, that was many years ago. I didn't follow the story, but we did see it in the news uh, that they had t- taken this individual. And oh. were, so I, I'm, I'm lost for words. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so to teach you, you need to come to work. I'm going to show you. Not you come to work. Don't come to work. Yeah. <laughs> so... The suspension also coincided with the vacation time they wanted to take. And for all the other time, I mean, the employee actually applied for unemployment because she wasn't being given (laughs) work and she got an employment benefit. Oh, man. Which pissed off the boss a little bit more, too. I'm sure. But that's, um, you know, Cedar tends to be pretty, in most situations, suspending the employee Mm -hmm. usually isn't going to get you the result you want. In this case, it made the boss look a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then they really ended up costing themselves more than yeah. helping themselves at all. So it, just a, a good example of kind of making a decision based on emotions, which you you can kind of understand the predicament that they're in with yeah. the, the extra time and stuff. But um, you got to make decisions based on like the actual facts and the <laughs> circumstances. <laughs> yeah, this did not re- this did not resolve the concern about the employee no. being at work and at all. It just ended up costing them more. That's a bummer. And then damaged that relationship, I'm sure. Yeah, not not good. Not good. Yeah. Um <clears throat> speaking of damaging relationships, so <laughs> This next one is another one of mine. Um, again, I was working in um, payroll in the finance department, and um, I had a manager who um, you, you'd turn in your work, and she'd mark it up with a red pen, you know, like at school, <laughs> and the, which is fine. I'm mean, that's not the complaint of mine, but <laughs> um, she would like assign depending on what your mistake was. Um, she would like assign a, a monetary amount to <laughs> <laughs> like to how good mistakes. it is. You're giving me a bonus. <laughs> no, no, like a penalty. And so she'd have a jar and she'd let you know when she was done reviewing your work and you'd have to come pick it up. And she would, she would tell you how much you owed in the jar and you'd have to put money in the jar um, for penalties. And she would tell us like, Oh, once it gets full, we're going to do a team lunch or something. And it was supposed <laughs> to be like some fun Thing. An incentive to do bad work? Uh, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, it, so once the jar was full, we were expecting that we were going to at least get a lunch or do something with it. Um, and instead, <laughs> she actually ended up uh, buying a bunch of pies. And she put them in kind of like a common area of the suite. And she put a little sign that said, courtesy of finances, F ups, <laughs> and she, she did not censor it. <laughs> um, and then we were not actually allowed to eat any of the pies. It was for everybody else <laughs> to have the pies. Oh my gosh! So, so it was like public humiliation mixed with a monetary penalty, and 
Yeah, it was How? not motivating. Yeah, what was that supposed to do? <laughs> I, I really I, don't know the thought process. Uh, that I mean, that was that was pretty par for the course with her. <laughs> I mean, not motivating. No, really inappropriate in so many ways, but also illegal. Yeah, <laughs> you can't charge your employees penalties, and and we get occasionally members with with good intentions mm-hmm. of like even the person I was just talking with having a problem with someone showing up for work. Yeah, you know, suspending them not the answer, fining mm-hmm. them. Also not the answer. Right, like we've right. definitely heard situations and the Department of Labor has addressed this. It's happened so often. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're late to work, you have to put a quarter in the jar, mm-hmm. like that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Or you make a mistake on your mm-hmm. finance assignment and you get a penalty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't, I mean, in the eyes of the law, that's considered withholding pay. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not deducting it from their paycheck, but effectively you're taking money away from them. Even if they're the one handing it to you, it doesn't right. make any difference in the eyes of the law. You can't do that. Yeah, because it's not like you have a choice. It's not no. like you're actually purchasing something. It's not- well, you're not. You're purchasing <laughs> yeah. pies for yeah. another department. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so the silver lining there is coming to Cedar. And that so that was on like Pi Day, you know, 314. Oh, March so they 14th. made it a thing, they too. They made it a thing. Um, and so I have since uh, turned that around and brought in <laughs> pies that the whole staff was able to partake Aww, in but for pie I mean, <laughs> what employee did you get to pay for it? <laughs> Cedar. Oh, you mean you can budget for that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Interesting. Well, um, interesting in a different way. Um, I read about this. Actually, I read about this situation online, um, but it's we've seen similar things happen. So um, what happened here was a business owner found out that one of his employees was posting explicit videos of herself on OnlyFans. Um, And so the boss was not very happy about this. So he called their legal team about firing the employee because he said what she was doing was immoral. Mm -hmm. So legal, of course, because lawyers, we need all the information, asked for a lot of detail about it, including how this came to the business owner's attention. Sure. Yeah. Good question. Well, the owner happened upon it when he was logged into his own OnlyFans account and looking for content. (laughs) (laughs) So it's only immoral to be the person creating the content, but not to consume the content. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. So legal said, we're going to, we're going to pass on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cause she wasn't doing anything. She wasn't doing it at work. She wasn't talking about work. It wasn't having an impact on her ability to do her job. She was her company logo. She was not. <laughs> she wasn't doing that. She was coming to work on time. Nothing. And it's, it's you know, you're there as a consumer using the, like, you, you can't have it both ways. And so Cedar actually, this this happens not uncommonly, something like this. We If you still search Cedar's website, we have a blog. If you just search for the word stripper, <laughs> we have a blog from years ago. Um, about an office manager discovering his front desk employee was a stripper. Mm. And he discovered this because he was at the strip club. Sure. And so he also wanted to have her fired for ethical reasons. And we were able to step in and say, okay, but we 
also then would have to tell your boss to fire you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, with OnlyFans, though, I- I'm not super familiar, but I thought that I've heard that like there's influencers yeah. or they have private content, but it's not actually explicit. No, too. it's used for all kinds of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, so just being on OnlyFans doesn't mean that you're creating no, pornographic not content. necessarily. No. No, there's kind of an assumption there because that's what it's known for. And it seems like in this scenario, he was saying it was explicit content because he had viewed it himself. Yeah, that makes sense. But we definitely have heard of people just learning their employee has an OnlyFans or something similar. Mm -hmm. But like, you don't know what's what that is. Right. You know, people use it for for different purposes, too. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, pornographic content, I've got one <laughs> last one for you. <laughs> so, um, oh, actually, this was at the same place as the with the pie situation. Oh, great. So, <laughs> um, we had hired uh, an IT person. Um, his office was right across the hall from mine. It was like a narrow hall, you know, and uh, he would have his door closed all the time. Uh, and there was one occasion where I, I came out of my office, door was closed. Uh, we were like at the very end of the hall, pretty secluded from other people. Um, but I could hear that he was listening to porn in oh, great. his office. <laughs> That's why his door is always closed. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, so I did report it. It made me super uncomfortable. Like I said, we were at the very end of the hall by ourselves. He was already somebody that I was uncomfortable around. But <laughs> So now I'm like certain that he's listening to porn or watching porn. Um, so reported it to HR. Nothing ever came of it. Um, several months later, he ended up uh, leaving the organization. I didn't know. I wasn't privy to all of the details at the time because I wasn't in HR, but was glad that he was gone. Uh, but a few weeks after that, they did have to notify us that our um, identities had been <laughs> compromised. Oh, great. Um, so he he had like hacked into the systems and uh, accessed information that he wasn't authorized to. I mean, IT people, they have access to all your stuff, yeah. but they, they that doesn't mean that they're allowed to like look at everyone's social security numbers and bank information and all of that stuff. So they actually purchased um, some identity monitoring for all of the employees for a period of time. Um, but also he had, uh, this was at an organization where we had doctors, uh, it was like a behavioral oh. health. And, um, so he had stolen the doctor's prescription pass <gasps> and, oh, um, no. yeah. And so then the police were involved and, and that's when I kind of knew all that was going on because I had, in, I had reported the, the uh, porn. porn <laughs> and so they, they interviewed me and, um, it was, um, it was a mess. Yeah. And, and so the, kind of moral of that story if they would have just addressed the watching the porn yeah they could have saved themselves a ton of money (laughs) for all of the identity theft monitoring um saved the doctors the headaches because then they had to individually go report yeah you know all of their stuff to make sure that they were covered um but and I think you know I know that that's a concern for some of our members too. Is yes, we've had over the years a number of reports of um, employees calling in prescriptions for themselves mm-hmm. or family members using the doctor's you know numbers or stealing the prescription pads or even now that things are electronic, y- y- abusing it that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, the most shocking to me part of it is that a lot of times the doctor doesn't want to report it. Um, you know, if, if they're mm. using your DEA number or otherwise your state licensing, mm-hmm. 
um, to access drugs, you should be reporting it. But a lot of times they don't because I think they don't want to go through the hassle because mm-hmm. um, maybe they have to change their number or do different things or be subject to an investigation. Or they just don't want to get that I- employee sure. in more trouble. Yeah. But we've actually seen um, doctors have licenses suspended or suspensions of their DEA licenses because they have allowed this to happen. Yeah. And like they're not reporting it. And that's a bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it's like if somebody um, is a mandated reporter for like child abuse or something Mm -hmm. and they they don't because they don't want to get that parent in trouble or something. Yeah, they face repercussions there. So. Yeah, it happens. Um, and in this situation, it's, you know, you don't do, you let the employee go maybe, but you don't say anything about it. And then they just go get hired and do it at the next place. And, you know, it's a problem. Yeah. So. Or they have that information and are able to abuse it further. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is too much trust that like, oh, well, they'll, they'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. But they often do. Yeah. And that's, that's not okay. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all that we've got time for today. But <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully some of that was uh, fun for everybody. Um, we always have more stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let us know if you want another one of these because <laughs> we've got an endless supply. <laughs> uh, thanks, Cece. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. If you have an HR issue, question, or just want to add a comment about something Paul said, record it on your phone and send to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. We might even ask if we can play it on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and join us again next week. 